Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Friday, the 22nd of July, which is a nice day to be. Happy Friday to everybody. It's good to get to the end of the week. We survived another week of insanity, which is good, as the world continues to spin out of control. Patriots, before we begin, make sure you're taking good care of your health. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day, while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at expeditioncoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake. Do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Well, Patriots, if you didn't hear, Steve Bannon was just convicted of contempt of Congress. This trial started on Monday. They selected the jury on Tuesday, and they've already come to a conviction on Friday. Huh, that's amazing. I think we call that rigged, if I'm not mistaken. So take a listen to this, 2 minutes, 15 seconds. Verdict, we're talking about three hours and 10 minutes. And usually when you have a verdict that quickly, it's not favorable to the defendant. Uh, that did happen in this case today. Steve Bannon, former White House advisor to uh, former President Donald Trump, convicted on two counts of criminal contempt of Congress. Count one was willful failure to appear for testimony. This was before the January 6th committee last year, guilty. Count two, willful failure to provide records to the 1-6 committee, also guilty. Steve Bannon's team, Martha, did not put on a defense in front of the jurors. In fact, Bannon did not even testify in his own defense, which it was thought that he would. The government put on a case for about a day. Jury selection began just on Monday, a few days ago. So this was an incredibly quick trial. But Steve Bannon's team was upset, Martha, this morning, and they filed a motion because last night in front of millions of people during the January 6th committee hearing, the committee played this audio clip of Bannon from October 2020. Listen. And what Trump's going to do is just declare victory, right? He's going to declare victory. It, but it, that doesn't mean he's the winner. <laughs> he's just going to say he's the winner. The Democrats, more of our people vote early that count. Theirs voted mail. And so they're going to have a natural disadvantage, and Trump's going to take advantage of it. That's our strategy. Bannon's team said that he was at a disadvantage because that was played last night on the eve of the verdict of his trial. 
Jurors are not supposed to be watching news dealing with the 1-6 committee, as Andy McCarthy will tell you. But uh, sometimes that does happen, so they felt that they were at a disadvantage. Steve Bannon's sentencing will be October 21st. And Bannon, just wrapping this up here, Martha, he said that he was covered by executive privilege, meaning his conversations with President Trump were under that executive privilege. The Department of Justice said, sorry, nice try. You hadn't been employed at the White House since 2017. So this issue, actually, between executive privilege with former presidential aides and former presidents may make its way all the way up to the Supreme Court. But right now, we are waiting. Steve Bannon to leave the courthouse to see if he has anything to say about being found guilty on a charge that's not actually been convicted. Someone hasn't been convicted on this since 1974. G. Gordon Liddy, the former Nixon aide. So he's Steve Bannon's one of those voices that I absolutely respect. And while we may not agree on every detail, he has been a solid voice covering transhumanism, covering the vax. Matter of fact, he set up that whole research group that has been greatly responsible in a positive way for revealing all of the details of the 75,000 pages or 80,000 pages of Pfizer disclosure on the effects of the vaccine. And so naturally you can expect that they're going to go after him like they just did. His sentencing is October 3rd. The projection is that it's been a deferred sentence. They don't think he'll spend time in jail. I don't know. I mean, I guess, what do we call this now? Trust the plan? Is that what we call this? Trust the plan? I'm wondering where the white hats are. Are they in control? Is this part of the white hat game? I'm sure someone's going to come up with a cue proof on this crap. I mean, this is so ridiculous of where we are. We have got to stay focused on how corrupt this government is. People need to come to the realization that this government is being run by Nazis. And when we accept that and you start to see that, And by the way, if you're in the government and you're not doing anything, you're a Nazi. You're a Nazi sympathizer is what you are. So, I mean, this is literally where we're at right now. And here we are. And Bannon gets, you know, railed into jail. They just do a sham trial. This is just right out of McCarthyism and same thing out of, you know, puppet trials we see out of former Soviet bloc and Chinese Communist Party stuff. And it's all designed, again, to break down heroes and cultural voices to get people to comply to the greater issue of rolling out this new digital currency enslaving the people. Two parties, same game. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, on this Friday, we come to you in a fellowship blessed by the times that we have each day and continually blessed by the reveals that are shown to us. And they come in many forms. Today, Father, we're going to begin by praying for Steve Bannon. And I don't know his heart, but we know that what we're witnessing is an absolute sham. This is a man who's been speaking truth, truth to power. He's been giving a tremendous voice to all of this and, again, railroaded by a system that seeks to suppress and crush voices. And we know Steve is not going to stand down to the threat. And we're blessed that he has the resources to be able to fight this in in a way. But nonetheless, it's a demonstration again to the corruption of the system and the willingness even of people to believe the verdict. And we know there's plenty of them out there. So Father, right now we just pray that as these events happen, that what is revealed in people's hearts is the corruption, deceit, treasonous activity of these people that are all circling the wagons to protect their horrid ways 
and the deeper deceptions and corruptions that they're all involved in. Father, we, we pray that this will become very evident to people as we move forward, that there will be impossible for these lies to be suppressed. And what they're really doing is to fight and su- fight to suppress the voices that have been speaking truth. So we pray for Steve Bannon today. We pray that you will settle in on his heart to give him confidence and courage to, to reassure him that he's in a path right now with speaking truth that we need more of. And we pray for the safety of himself and his family and his loved ones and his team. Father, this is a time right now when there's so many deceptions and equally there's going to be the increased offerings of conversion and to convolute the conversation, these easy paths that will be thrown in front of people. We know that they'll take the form of bargain deals, debt reduction, the offerings of accepting a new easy currency and, and all of this to move things through to a peaceful, quote-unquote, transition to their new world order. Father, we know that some of those things that are coming at us are unavoidable. They're going to be the sort of things that stress people to their limits, be it famine, be it loss of house, loss of job, lack of income. And this is now time, of time, Father, that so many, if they will reach to you, will discover the power in which you bring into this world. We also know that the great shaking has to come. And we know that this has to happen in order to bring down this system so that people can truly see clearly in their lives and ultimately, as many as are are willing, return to you. We don't expect that path to be easy. We didn't sign up for this to be an easy walk. Equally, Father, we're humbled and blessed by this walk with you that you're able to allow us eyes to see of all this is happening and to have the time and hopefully the wisdom that we're listening to, to prepare ourselves as much as we can for these events to come. We have many people out here that are still walking in darkness. And let us remember, Father, as well in this prayer today, that in those that are seeming eager or may even begin to question you if things don't unfold the way we are expecting them to, let us remember Sivu Plan Parsibellum, The words of if we want war, if we want peace, prepare for war. If we want peace, prepare for war. Because we know that by intentions of our actions and our trust in you, tremendous things can happen in this world. And sometimes what we think we're preparing for is simply the process of getting us ready for an event that may not happen the way we think. Let the assurance come to people's hearts that if you've prepared and if for some reason the storm doesn't shake out the way they should, let's not put ourselves first, but let's continue to seek to help our neighbors, to help those in need. Resources at hand can make other people's lives easier, and there's going to be much of this regardless of what happens. Our world is going through a tremendous moment right now, a moment that is going to shake and break many and not all of the things that we valued, the idols that we've held dear, the worships, the false worships that we've accepted in our lives. And in the process, that's going to leave many wandering, some afraid, some fearful, some without anything. Father, we just pray that the continual preparations for this time will will be done in haste, continuing stocking up of food and resources, not just for ourselves, 
but for the many that are already in need and the many more that will follow. There is no question that this system, regardless of what direction humanity chooses, whether it's the pursuit of money or the pursuit of you, either path leads to a time of transition that will require us to come together as people to overcome. And maybe perhaps, Father, that is the ultimate lesson in all of this. That we have to let go of our expectations of what is going to happen, what we anticipate to happen, what we want to happen, and instead just abide in you. So for those moments when we're trying to race ahead and question, forgive us. Forgive us for those transgressions because in truth, we should be paying attention to you and focusing on you in every breath and step. Because whatever is to come in that place, it is glorious. Because that path is the path that you've placed us on where, and you have us where you need us to be. So let us hear and heed the, the call of the heart to prepare to set aside provisions, to be wise in our stewardship of our material things and, our, and especially our spiritual life, to be setting up the home churches, to be helping parents remove their children from the indoctrination camps, to be growing our food and assisting others in doing the same, to taking accountability for our work and to setting ourselves up to where we're not dependent on the corporate work and instead going to our gifts and talents that are embedded in each and every one of us, to taking responsibility and accountability in our health to keep ourselves fit, eating well, low stress, to continue to pursue that avenue of knowledge and understanding and always to pursue that place of stewardship and conservation with what we have to do the best with what we have and to maximize that in your name and your honor. So, Lord, we thank you for all that's gifted. We ask that you'll continue blessings in this path ahead, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, this is a just such an important time, in my opinion, that we stay focused on that center point of God, and I know we talk about this a lot, but it really is important because if you're really going to sit back and look at what's going on, this is not a, a political fight. These are two parties warring it out for each other with the prize being the control of humanity. Here's a piece by Steve Bannon, 49 seconds. Take a listen to this. He lays it out pretty well. We've essentially put the burden on the bailout on the working class and middle class. That's why nobody owns anything. Right. But the, the millennials today are nothing but 19th century Russian serfs. They're better fed, they're better clothed, they're in better shape, they have more information than anybody in the world at any point in time. But they don't own anything. They're not gonna own anything, okay? And, they, and, and they're 20%, if you, take, if you mark in time against their parents, they're 20% behind in their income. And there's no pension plan in the future. They're, they're all gig economy. We've literally destroyed the middle class in this country. Okay. And both political parties. By the way, this is not about Republicans and Democrats. Right. This is, this, is, this is the way the system works, and this is the way the system comes together to protect itself and to, and to, and to move itself forward. And that's exactly it. The system is rallying around itself, circling the wagons to protect itself. Take any billionaire and ask that billionaire if they would give up everything— in the true sense of the parable of the, of the young rich man, would you give up everything to walk with Christ? And I can just about guarantee you the answer. Mm, I'm probably not. 
or it would be, yeah, I'd give away most of the things, but I'd have to keep something back for myself. I've worked too hard to get this. It would be something along those lines. See, that's the whole sense of this is this system, even in the system of this war between the elites, and this is a war between elites. This is, and even now you've got the BRICS nations fighting the Western Alliance, which is literally the old, which is literally the new world old order. The BRICS nations are the new, new order of sovereign nations. But I played that piece last night from President Putin. And I'm not condemning him for it, but there's some key wording that, and maybe it's lost in translation. And I always have to give that as an out because we're listening to it in translation through as from Russian, but there's no mention of individual sovereignty. There's mention of state sovereignty and God didn't give state sovereignty. He gave individual sovereignty to us. So in this new world that you're talking about, and he even mentions it as a new world order, a new world power structure. It's states that are abiding by a new structure of agreement that allows sovereignty for nations, but it doesn't say anything about sovereignty for individuals. And God's blessing the children, not blessing the nation, the leaders. Though he does bless leaders, but he's not blessing off on a nation state that's manufactured by a bunch of geograph- political geologists or political geographers, excuse me. So we have to stay focused on where the real fight is. That is the path with God. Let these elites fight out. Remember, in the true sense, never get in the way of an enemy when they're in the middle of destroying themselves. Well, too much emphasis has been placed on focusing on the Democrats. Let the parties destroy themselves. They're doing a brilliant job at it, by the way. A very good one. So here's a two-minute, 38-second piece worth feeling good about. Continue the pressure and the fight on schools. We need to free the children from the indoctrination camps, and it's happening. Jefferson County Public Schools continues to lose teachers at an alarming rate. Tonight, the school board accepted the resignations of 118 certified teachers. WLKY's Drew Gardner is live in the newsroom with a look at how the district is addressing this growing problem. Drew? Well, Vicki, this is not a new problem. JCPS has been dealing with a teacher shortage for the last several years, but the rate at which teachers are leaving is going up fast. In addition to resignations, the board also accepted 83 teacher retirements just tonight. From fighting for better wages to the strains of COVID-19, teachers have been making the difficult choice to leave the profession altogether. Last month, 82 teachers submitted their resignations. This month, 118. Those staffing shortages are being felt the most by the students and the teachers left behind. We're having to look at things differently with our schools in order to minimize the impact of staffing shortages on our schools, especially teachers. We probably didn't do enough of that last year, so we're working hard to do that. One way the district is doing that is by improving classroom technology. Beginning this year, each classroom will be outfitted with audio enhancements that will amplify teacher and student voices over the classroom's speaker system. This is a tool that is research has shown uh, to increase achievement in students along with providing that additional security that we're working so hard on. The technology will also provide an extra layer of security. The fob used as a microphone uh, will have a safety button on it. So when the teacher clicks the button three times, it automatically sends a notification to the front office and to the administration that a teacher needs assistance. Polio also announced a new pilot program through Amazon Business to help teachers with classroom expenses. We're going to provide every classroom teacher with an account for Amazon Business 
with $250 for classroom supplies. But one factor out of the district's control is COVID-19. The BA5 variant already has health officials concerned about a fall surge. There's another variant they're watching closely, BA 2.75, and um, they have concerns about it as well. So the prediction is that the fall is going to be pretty intense with COVID. The district's COVID-19 plan remains largely the same as last year, with universal masking only required when community levels are high. But as more and more people abandoned masks, some board members feared enforcing a mask mandate could put more stress on an already strained staff. Now, the board will be getting a more in-depth staff report at its August 2nd meeting where they will discuss the shortages and ways to improve retention at the time. One of the important things about that report is the replacement of teachers with technology. You can see the fight and the battle lines defining themselves more and more. What I refer to as bifurcation, essentially the, the, the threshing floor. Those that stay in school, those children that stay in school, here's the things that they will become increasingly inoculated with. That's both said metaphorically and real in real terms. There will be an increased demand on vaccines, and those vaccines will be mRNA-based. And those that are children that stay in school will be increasingly connected through technology. So this is the stepping stone. This is actually a by design plan, in my opinion, because you're seeing, again, as we see with the pilots, as we see with the doctors and medical, they're shredding out, they're seeing with the military, they're shredding out the human factors that disagree with this vaccine. The vaccine is the stepping stone to the transhumanist model. And in the replacement in the wings is coming in the technologies with AI and other things to replace them. So we're ending up with two societies one that is human-powered driven, and one that is artificial intelligence driven. And if you're going to leave your children in school and you're going to accept that as a path, then your children are going to become part of that, intellig uh, that artificial intelligence model. They will become the new transhumans. They're already on a fast track to it. For those pulling them out, then that's the anchor point. And I would say if you're going to step into the human model, make sure you're stepping into it with a Bible in hand. Nothing more important than these days. Patriots, with that, hope you have a very blessed day. I'm going to keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. We have a lot of work to do in this nation. It's going to be centered always on our relationship with God, the rock of faith, and our prayers. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. We're going to be talking a lot about some of this bifurcation and the coming obvious terminal point of where we're going to have to confront as people. Human model versus the technocracy model. So until then or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward 
by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 